Hello everybody, what is up? My name is Abby Murphy and you are listening to a very, very special episode this week because we are here with the one, the only... Say your name. Mama. Mama! <laughs> so exciting. We have not had an actual, like, that's mama episode in forever because... Well, I was going to do the like once a month thing, like bonus episode, and then it just... It's hard. Yeah, it just gets hard. But she is back and better than ever and not on the phone. She is live in here and in the flesh. Is there anything you want to say to the people to get this podcast started? We want to get the potty started. Get the potty. Yeah, she is the... um, Potty people. Yes, this is the OG potty people woman. Um, if you want to listen to some of her podcasts, you can go to anyone that's uh, titled That's Mama, or you can also go to That's the Rinse, and there's like five or six episodes when I went on my study abroad trip to Hawaii, and mom was there, and her and dad took over. So you can go and listen to any of those. They have We have some bonus episodes when I was like just beginning the podcast, um, but I'm so excited to have you back. So, so for those that don't know what this podcast is about, this is a Christian podcast de- dedicated to navigating... <laughs> Let me start over. This is a Christian podcast dedicated to navigating the transitions of life, how to do it through a Christian lens. There are ups and downs in life, awkward times, awkward things, and um, we just talk about it. We talk about all of it, and we talk about how to stay grounded in the Word, using God as our foundation to not necessarily thrive on this earth, but benefit the kingdom with our time on earth. So um, a lot of what I've learned is from my mom. And so today we're just going to talk to her. I don't really have a specific like theme or word that we're talking about because it's mom and she's just here. So um, I thought we would just start with a little life update about our lives and then just get into the main chunk of it. So would you like to introduce yourself to the new people who are just hearing you for the first time, who you are, what you do, who's Hmm. your favorite daughter? (laughs) You know, the important things. So, I am Kelly Murphy, Abby's mom. She calls me mama, which I adore. Um, I have Abby, who is about to be 20 in September. And I have Morgan, my other daughter, who is 23 and a She's half, old. I She's guess. She's an old fart. Um, she is engaged to be married I to I need Zach. to get her on the podcast, Morgan. Yeah, I, that'd, I be awesome. that'd be awesome. So, cool. we're planning a wedding. And that's going fun. And then Abby, you know, back at school. Um, my house Not is Not planning a wedding. My house is a little quieter and a little sadder without my little Eve. Yeah. So, I'm loud. Yeah. So it's it's good to see her and be here with her. Um, mm-hmm. Matt is her father. We have been married for 27 years. We've been together for 30 years. Um, Which is more than half your life. Yeah. How does that feel? Is that that's, weird? It just, it's funny. It doesn't, I don't know if it feels, it feels comfortable. Interesting. It feels good. I was talking to mom this morning and I was like, I'm never going to be in my teen years again. And then I was like, she's like 50. Yeah. I was like, But the cool thing you were talking, well, we'll get into all that kind of stuff. I was just going to say there's good things that come to every phase. Good things. So anyway, that's me. Um, Do I, I mean, that's my immediate family. Yeah, I taught school. Sorry, I just said your age on the pod. I didn't even. Do you think I care? Well, no. I am your mom. She's my mom. We're kind of cut from the same mold. I have a pimple. Um, so yeah, I um, taught school for a while and I loved that. And then you didn't but, even react to me having a pimple. Well, I just think it's where just, we're set up. There's like a big mirror, and my vein is, is popping big, out. What's wrong even, with my forehead? It's not even a big just pimple. Keep going. Just keep I going. Yeah, taught school, loved it. But my favorite job is being a mom. It's being a mom. Favorite. She always. Says, I truly believe my mother was meant to be a mother. Um, like, 
It's that was her, like, God was like, oh, your passion in life, being a mom. Love She's kids. just such a good mother. You're I feel so like you're kind. a mother of mothers, too. Like, tons of moms ask you for advice. It's kind of, it's kind of fun as you get older because there's younger moms. And I've gone through things before them with their children. So that's kind of nice. You can share what Yeah, but even, like, and- growing up. Like, parents would come to mom and be like, can you give our kids the talk? Or can you teach well, some our kids people, about... Well, that was when like, some people, too, wouldn't be comfortable. Like, some parents I know, but what I'm saying is you were, like, the parent when oh. the parents needed parental, oh, well, parental sweet. help. That's... Parental. <laughs> per- parental, parental. Anyways. Parental. Life update with me, because I'm going to talk about myself now, because that is the only thing you guys want to hear about. I'm being sarcastic, by the way. Um, life's good. Been hanging out. Campus is good. And that's literally it. That's like that I'm just I've just update. been at school. I got on a good You've schedule now. Kind of tired, but it's like the normal co- tired. So I'm not like sad tired. I'm just tired. It's a good tired. I'm like I look forward to rehearsal every day. I'm tired, and then I wake up and I'm excited for the day. Then I look forward to rehearsal and then I'm tired. She was even saying she was wishing she had rehearsal today. Yeah, on a Sunday, on my rest yeah. day, I was like I wish I had rehearsal today. That's Anyways, a good thing. It's a good thing. Let's go ahead and get into a prayer, and then we will just I will just fire off some rapid-fire questions from my mom. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you that I get to be here with mom and that we get to talk together. Um, thank you for allowing her schedule to uh, be led by you, and so she's able to accept um, when her children need her. And I thank you for giving me a mother like that, and I pray that whoever's listening, uh, if you need a parental figure in your life or whatever the the listener needs that they get filled up by your spirit in some way while listening to this podcast in jesus name i pray amen it's so good to be here she's just so excited she just loves that i mean all of it it's just nice to be sitting here with you so i feel like a good place to start is talking about this summer and like i don't know i feel like this summer it was like i came back from my first year at college and then we lived to, it sounds weird saying we live together because like you're my mom but like we lived together for two months and then I now I'm back again and I feel like we experienced a new like territory that well I haven't been through I know you've done it with Morgan of like the college is mm-hmm. coming back but I've never been like away living by myself like in independence and then come back to like living under the guardianship mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. you know but while I was gone you were alone like for your first time ever like no children mm-hmm. so yeah. what was that like you mean your first year yeah like once yeah. I was gone it was your first time like both of your kids out of the house yeah it's different like it's so different because I, it's weird because I've never had the chance to wake up and think what am I supposed to do because mm-hmm. I'm always thinking well yeah because mom doesn't have a job well she she yeah I'm does not, have a job I'm not she's employed mother, yeah she's not employed I guess not making money I say. um but yeah, it you just have to, and I still the weird thing is I still though wake up and think what do I need to do for Abby, Dad, you know Morgan. I still think about that, mm-hmm. but it's not as you know the the physical needs like the laundry. Even though Dad, you're listening, you keep plenty of laundry going for me, so that's uh-huh. wonderful. But not as um, much as I do. I think yeah, I have the most laundry out of it. I don't know. I could probably y'all could all probably run a good race. But anyway, um, yeah, just kind of figuring out what my priorities are and that first year was kind of just trial and error of things and I was going to let myself just adjust this year I'm trying to decide now kind of okay what am I going to get into which Mm -hmm. I was like okay do I join a bible study do I do some volunteering what do I want to do and I'm kind of praying about that right now 
But the funny thing is, God had different plans. He said, you're going to do jury duty for the month of September. Hmm. So that's what my plan is right now, is jury duty. And um, But it's kind of interesting. So that part, there'll be a learning process for me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been... It's been good. It gives dad now a little time. It's, um, but I still, I don't feel like when you say empty nest, you think your kids are just gone and you're whatever. I still feel so connected to y'all. Oh yeah. So that's the beauty. Well, I think it helps too that like we're only an hour away. Yeah. And we can pop in on a Sunday. Yeah. So I'm very involved, which is, I think it's a grad, it's a nice gift from God, the little gradual yeah, you know, pull away, not just like cut it off and you're not whatever. I get to still see and be involved. And I've said this probably over and over on this podcast, but when your kids are happy and when you see them thriving and you see them doing great, wonderful things, you can't help but be happy. Like you're like, yes, this is because that's what you, mm-hmm. that's what you want to do. You want to raise kids that can have successful, wonderful, happy lives. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's kind of cool. So then like, what was the feeling of like on those days where we didn't like text you or need you and you had that free time or you had that like space filled up? Like, were there ever times where you, like, struggled with being alone? Like, dad was at work, the kids were gone. Weirdly, I haven't, knock on wood, I haven't really struggled with that being alone. I think it's because when you kind of do that for 23 years straight, or almost 24 years of my life has been, you know, you know, you get, you kind after, you know, doing that for that many years, you, to have some time where you're like, wait. And sometimes I kind of find myself saying, okay, you can create this schedule for yourself and do crazy, you know, busy things, or you can actually sit and be still for a little bit. Mm. So that's been kind of nice. Like I might do yeah. some, do some laundry and then I might sit and. So like, how have you changed some- with, cause I've realized like sitting and being still and not doing anything. Like I've talked about it on the podcast, but like just sitting and being still is like, almost, it's like an act of worship. It's like mm-hmm. you are practicing stillness. How has that played a part in your life like the stillness like do you notice do you connect with it like how do you connect with being still and not doing anything like is because for me like when I sit there the devil tries to creep in and he's like Mm -hmm. well you're not doing anything Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. that means that you like aren't really amounting to anything Mm -hmm. right now because you're not doing anything Mm -hmm. But then I have to remind myself, like, the Lord practiced stillness, like, in order it's to like be one the of best the version important. of myself. It's actually one of the most important ways to worship yeah. is to be still. Because the world tells you to be busy, but Jesus So, like, how have you... I mean, you, you start... Like, when you have kids, it becomes your life. And, mm-hmm. like, you don't have stillness all throughout, like, toddler mm-hmm. age. And mm-hmm. then we start to become our own person, but you're driving us and doing us mm-hmm. and picking us up. And now it's like, that's all gone. Well, when I look at that stuff in the past, though, and, and new mothers and stuff... People say, sleep when your baby sleeps, take a rest when your baby rests, or like these different things when they're in an activity, go rest, which I wasn't very good at that because I was like, get stuff done, get stuff done. But that's what I would recommend. If I were to go back and do it over, if I mm-hmm. were to have a third child, I would go take naps when they napped and I would do I would do that a little different. But now that your question is now, how do I deal, do the stillness? What are we? Well, yeah, like, like, you know, you like when I'm like, what do you identify as? You know, hopefully all of our answer would be a child of God. Right. But like, what are you? You're like, I'm a mother. Mm -hmm. That's, you always will be a mother, but that role and that job of being a mother is kind of slow. I mean, I'm turning 20 and then I'll be 21. But you know what? It's a different role. Yeah. It's like I'm, I'm mothering an adult now in which you're not really mothering, but I'm a mother to an adult, which is 
like cool because then you start pulling back and you let them make decisions. So I technically will always be a mother, but I'll be a different role as a mother because mm-hmm. you do have to step back and then do that. So that part, you know, but even identifying myself, there are sometimes you've asked me, there was one time we were together and you were like, mom, what do you want to eat? And I was like, oh, whatever you want. Like I'm so used to sort of just letting the kids, run letting the everybody. And that's how Matt and I tend to do it. So it's, you even told me, mom, decide, do something for yourself. And I was like, I don't even know what I want. And there is that thing you get to when you're like, wow, I got to figure me out and know what I want yeah. and know what I do. But I know I love, I enjoy my, you know, exercise and activities, but I also equally enjoy, I'm not going to lie. I'll enjoy sitting on the couch hmm. and watching a good movie. And yeah, the movies I watch, my family makes fun of because they're usually kind of creepy weird. shows. They're not She's weird. Like they're the just detective mis- like weird. mystery. I like I like those kind of suspenseful, movies. Suspenseful, whatever. But, so then I guess yeah. my next question is like, do you still feel like your mother's a mother? Yes. Yeah. So I guess what I, I do, and I feel like that's her, but it's just in a different, I mean, it's, and in it's a cool. Way. Like my mom is like, I pray for y'all every day. I pray for the grand, you know, y'all, yeah. my, my children every day and to like, that's my mom taking care of me. If she's praying for y'all, she's still taking care of me. Like mm-hmm. she's praying for all of us. And um, so, yeah, she's still, and I, there are things, people older than you always have wisdom because they've lived life before you and longer than you. They've had more, not mm-hmm. always, I mean, sometimes you can have an experience that I haven't had, but in general to learn, like my mom has had more time on this earth than me. So there, when I come to a point, I'm, I will call her and say, what do you think? Or have mm-hmm. you experienced this? Or many times in marriage and raising kids, mom, what, what have you experienced this? Is this normal? Is this, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Like, I'm grateful, like so grateful that I'm able to come to like my mom and just tell her like, is this a normal feeling? And I know a lot of people don't have that figure in their lives or don't have that relationship with their parents or their mother. Um, so what what would be your best piece of advice to like find that kind of mentorship without yeah. um, having that, you know, given in the bloodline, I guess. <laughs> you know what I mean? So if they don't have... Yeah, if they don't have, have that. that um, I mean, I would look for people, you know, if you go to a Bible study and you're in a group, um, don't stick to groups that are just people your age. <laughs> Go in variety groups with older people. And that doesn't mean that people your age and people younger than you can't can't teach you things. Absolutely. But But I'm saying if you're looking for that kind of figure. With life comes wisdom. If you're looking for that. Um, And there are plenty of mothers like me probably out there that would love to come and sit and let... I mean, I would love if somebody knocked on my door and just said, hey, I just really need to talk. I would love to help if I could. Um, But it is always kind of a fine line, too. You don't want to step on somebody's toes. Mm -hmm. I always encourage people to go to their parent first if they can. But some people, that's just not the opportunity. But, yeah, I mean, church groups, older people, it it could be a neighbor. It could be somebody. I mean, I've got older neighbors than me. Yeah. You know, you can just reach out. It's And I think reaching out, I think start with prayer. Pray for that mentor to come into your life. And True. pray for the confidence to know that's the person who should be pouring into you. Mm-hmm. But I think also, we, I, I don't, I want to say this carefully because there's a fine line between like, prayer is always powerful and prayer can move mountains. And I never want to like dumb down, or not dumb down, but like make prayer less than what it is. Like, prayer is powerful, it is so powerful. However, like, we've got to do something 
You know what I mean? Like we've got to actively, it's kind of like reading your Bible and following the Lord. Like you can do these things, but faith without works is pointless. Mm -hmm. Um, It says it in the Bible, like you've got to get up and do it actively too. Like if you're praying for it, it's kind of like, like saying, oh, I wish, I wish I was healthy. I wish I was healthy. You can genuinely want to be healthy, but until you make the move, choose Mm -hmm. to go to a gym or choose to, you know what I mean? And that doesn't mean get to the gym and do a two hour workout. I mean, maybe that just means walk into the gym. Okay. That's enough for progress, not perfection. Exactly. We (laughs) learned about today in, in church progress, not perfection. So it's like when you're praying for this mentor, like just ask them to coffee and you don't have to sit down with them and be like, Hey, so I want you to pour into me and blah, blah, Just yeah. ask them to coffee. Have and it a might not time sitting out with them. And it might feeling. not be the right fit. And then, it, so yeah, that's why I mean, you no, want to no, no. take time to do that because you want somebody to pour in. Yeah. You know, to, it's not like a one time, Oh, I missed it. And now it's never going to happen again. I mean, it, there's lots of people that God will send into your life and he's never, he doesn't want you to not have anyone. No. He made us to desire to be with people. He wants you to come to him first, but he created people and put people around you for to help you here on earth too. Mm-hmm. So it's, but make you want to make sure the person you seek out, whoever that ends up being, is their uh, beliefs align with yours because you want to make sure they're pouring in the truth to mm-hmm. you and things align, right? So what would you say to first? I'm gonna to try to hit on all of the age groups. So my age, the teen, young. Young, young teen, young adult, people who are starting to date for marriage, and so I mean, older, that's older also, teen, young yeah, adult, older yeah. teen, uh, kind of starting to like get more independent on their own. What is one thing you wish you would have told yourself, like if you could go back in time and tell twenty-one-year-old Kelly, what would you want to tell her? Mm. You know what that's I mean? Like in what area? I mean, just like briefly, like if I could go back to my 12-year-old self, uh-huh. I and it, it's very person to person, mm-hmm. but like I would be like, stop worrying about your size because that's when yeah. it, it clicked in for me. Mm-hmm. Well, I would probably have that same conversation even with 21-year-old Kelly. Yeah. And comparison. Um, what about in... Not follow the crowd. Uh, yeah. Stay close to Jesus. Um, it may not seem like what everybody's do you know you might not feel like that's the fun path but it, it ultimately is going to be the most yeah, fun I was going to say I feel like your 20s is when you start to figure out yeah what you're going to do with your life yeah um gosh there's like there's so much I would have um and it worked out well for me but I would be way more specific in the dating area and have that like kind of a little bit of what you've done been a little more selective and intentional and not wasted mm-hmm. some time. Um, I would have respected myself a little more in the fact of, uh, you know, sometimes you find somebody and they may mistreat you or you just kind of stick with them for the wrong reasons. I would have respected myself more. I would have said, you are you are more valuable and worth more than this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're, you're, you don't need somebody, you've got Jesus. You know, you don't need somebody to feel whole. You know, you don't need a relationship with a person. So then let me ask you this, because you're saying this from a married woman. Mm-hmm. If you, now I, I want you and dad to stay together forever, and I know you will, but <laughs> yeah. if you were single right now, 
and you but everything else would have been the same right so you would have had those same experiences where it's like well keep your standards high keep your standards right. high so I feel like so often it's like you'll be okay you'll right. be okay right because you have someone but like if you didn't have someone would mm-hmm. do you think you would still have the same outlook of like you'll be okay you'll be content? it's hard it's hard to think that way because all your I think all your steps you make make you who you are now mm-hmm. so it's kind of me guessing a little I think I would have grown and developed into it's going to be okay, but I think there would be a part of me that would long for when I'm surrounded by people with families and children and watching these lives, I would probably have a little bit of me that's saying, am I real? Is this, is this what I have? Like I, I, Mm -hmm. especially me, like I love kids. Like I think I would have felt a little like something's missing. But, but if I, you were to stay in that relationship, but to stay in the wrong relationship, yeah. yeah. Now you're talking about just general, yeah. The wrong relationship, I would definitely not want to. Yeah, yeah it's kind of hard to. You know what it reminds me of that movie Look Both Ways on Netflix, where oh, she like, yes. there's one where she isn't pregnant and one where she is pregnant, but uh-huh. she like it ends up and the two different um, guys. She ends up being happy with both, right? But it's like two totally different. If you haven't seen. Well, I kind of just spoiled it. I was about like, to say, spoiler really. alert, but not really. It's called Look Both Ways. Can... I mean, you know, the movies end happy, so, like, it's going to be happy. But she basically, like, it's, it's, the movie is her life in two different scenarios. So one where she's pregnant and one where she's not pregnant. Um, and it just goes through, like, her life and it kind of shows how, like, what the path she goes would've... through ups and downs, but, like, it all ends up being okay. And that's something I've been having to tell myself is, like, the world still turns I'm still breathing, the sun still shines, like birds are still chirping, even when life feels like it's over and you're going to crumble and like you're so stressed out of your mind. It's like, that's what I would tell myself now being older, just like, girl, you are, you are (laughs) overthinking everything. Yeah. So then, okay, moving on to like mid thirties, you know, like your children are becoming older, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Well, mid- like it's like the elementary school, high school age. Like, well, mid thirties for me was not that because I had Morgan at twenty seven and you at thirty one. Oh, just kidding. So no, so more like. Well, 40s. you're getting older. You're not in your twenties anymore. You're yeah. in your thirties. So we're in our thirties. So y'all are toddlers, whatever. Toddlery, what would you tell? Um, I would say if you aren't at that point connected to Jesus in some way, shape, or form, <laughs> you Do better it. get there right now because that's probably when I started. I mean, I've obviously always, I grew up in a family. I was always a Christian, always been. But I would say that was at that time when I really turned around and some events happened in my life that made me, I just kind of realized I wouldn't be in the person I wanted to be. Not anything like dramatic, just like not just It's almost being like you're angry, raising people and you're like... Being like, I was, I was holding things, I didn't feel good inside. I was feeling bad toward people for certain things and just, just mm-hmm. not how I've... I wasn't feeling very forgiving. And just little things. Not yeah. anything traumatic. I mean, dramatic. And once anyway. you found the Lord, would and you say that changed? I would say then it just was like, okay. I mean, not that you... That doesn't mean you're never going to get mad or upset with people or you're not going to... But you just Yeah, but it's, a, it's different. It's say, like an un... You can't explain it. You can't put it into words the the peace that you get in circumstances that once used to like tear you down. And they're still really hard, but you trust in him. And you also have a new outlook on everybody and everything that we're mm. all his children. And, you know, I had somebody one time say to me, well, I can't forgive this person because listen to what they did. And honestly, what they did, it would be very hard to think about forgiving them. But in my mind, I was like, well, you know, look at what Jesus did for us and what we, you know, that forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And 
he died. You know, you have to, he, sitting there up on that cross and the people beside him, he forgave them right then and there. And if he can sit there and do that, why? So we're not supposed to forgive people. It just, you know, that, that yeah. type of thing comes kind of clear. So you start going, you give people more grace. You, and you start treating people like, like the old, y'all shall know this, how you want to be treated. If I'm going to give you grace, even when you treat me like whatever, and I'll just extend grace, I'm thinking, okay, there's going to come a time when I'm doing something wrong to somebody else, and I'm going to hope that they will extend the grace. Mm. You know, mm. you just keep trying. So that's hard. But, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, make sure you're involved with uh, Jesus if you hadn't hit it. And some people hit it a lot younger, and hmm. good for you. Smart Thanks. people. Yes. Thanks. So then, okay, the high school age, looking at college, your kids are – like that or you are now what like 40s 40s you mean when my kids are in high school yeah. what would school? you tell yourself about 10 years ago uh five yeah. ten years yeah like still quit comparing like don't worry about what even you know it's funny and growing up in your age you compare yourself like, to your peers compare. but you still somehow compare to what the other people are doing and am i you know how other people are parenting or am I doing good or bad yeah. because you are you do you have to make some rules and you have to make some things and just stay in your lane and do your do your thing according to what your beliefs are don't worry about what this parent or that parent um, and I think a lot of times for the most part I didn't but it does creep in even yeah. if you think you don't it creeps in because your kids come home and they start going, well, this one, this mom did this and this one lets them do and that. Like, and, then, oh, and it's oh, like, then yeah. you start questioning. And don't ever now question. social media, you can just see yeah. it right from the source now. Too, exactly. And it's all the just don't pictures. question when you have something that you believe in. Mm-hmm. Don't let your child coming home and feeling like whatever. Yeah, like when your child begs you to get a hair feather and you say no, even though everyone <laughs> has one. And then it just tears her up inside for like yeah. three weeks. Oh, like, so we're so scarred. In third grade. Um, when you said you know, comparing yourself to other people. It reminded me of what we listened to church, uh, listened to in church today, mm-hmm. Church of the City in Franklin. Um, it was That's from a, a book. Message. I wrote down everything. Mom and I love this. The book is mm-hmm. Five Thoughts of the Dying or like Top Five Thoughts I think thoughts it's talking about dying. five regrets that people have when they're I don't in their it, last 12 weeks. I don't know. This you don't lady think the wrote the book, but she um, interviewed people in hospice like 12 weeks before That's they right. died and asked them what like they wish they would have done or whatever how they would have lived their lives instead um and this was the top five like general ideas so number one was i wish i had the courage to live a life true to myself not the life others expected Mm -hmm. of me which is basically what mom just said Mm -hmm. i'm gonna go ahead and read the other ones but number two said i wish i wouldn't have worked so hard number three i wish i had the courage to express my feelings number four i wish i had stayed in touch with my friends and number five i wish i had let myself be happier um, I was like, I'm living and I still feel like that now. Mm-hmm. So I guess what my last question would be is to yourself now, what's something looking in the mirror and you're like, what is something I need to tell myself right now in where I am in life? Right and I'll let you think about it and I'll yeah. share mine. But mine is just don't feel guilty for resting because I finally got to a place where I'm feeling comfortable with resting. But and I've like scheduled out rest time, but yet I feel guilty if like people ask me to do things or um, I have work to do and I know it'll get done, but I'm not going ahead and doing it and I'll start to feel guilty and it's like, well, I'm letting people down, I'm letting myself down, but I have to honor it. Like I've gotten to the point where I know it's important and mm-hmm. I'm doing it, but now I have to honor that because I've made a commitment to myself 
to rest and I have to allow myself to enjoy that and know I'm doing something good for myself. So mm-hmm. that's what I would tell myself is just honor your rest and know mm-hmm. that it's important and good for you. Mm. Well, I don't know. It's a little hard, but... Yeah, I kind of put you on the spot. Yeah, she had no idea I, any of these questions I was asking oh, her. Uh, yeah, we just literally decided we were just doing the down. podcast. I was like, might as well. Um, I don't... I, I mean, some of it's similar. Uh, let me think how I want to say it. I think for me, sometimes feeling like... I, I need to tell myself what I do does not... Like, I don't have to prove my worth or my... Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Especially, I think it's me being a stay-at-home mom. Mm-hmm. And now that my job is almost like going into retirement. It's like before it was like, I'm raising my kids. I'm doing this. I'm taking you here. And yeah. so, like, I don't have to... Like, there's a part of me that... It, and it goes along with what you're saying. Yeah. I can rest now. I can... Like, don't feel guilty to, if somebody says, what'd you do today? Uh, you almost feel like you have to say, uh, say I, It's like being busy is, is a... It's like, oh, if right. I were to just say, yeah. oh, I went to shop and had lunch with a friend and I took a nap and I watched a movie it's on Netflix. It's almost like that's looked down upon, but it's like, why? It, it would fight. And I would almost feel like, oh my gosh, I have to do something. Yes. That, but then I'm like... It's hustle culture. I'm telling yes. you, go listen. Go. I think I have a podcast on hustle yeah. culture or something. Yeah, you, yeah, you do. And I, yeah. But I just think for me in this season of my life, enjoy every day yeah and don't feel guilty and honestly i'm not like entertaining people at my house it doesn't have to be clean every day and i just just need Mm -hmm. to i have this blessing of time and enjoy it and not don't worry about if somebody wants to think about something i did today you know maybe i try that i start telling people what not that i make up things but i sometimes change what i do because i'm thinking oh i can't just sit here you know what that reminds me of kind of like that athlete like that high school athlete or that college athlete that has done that for so much mm-hmm. of their lives and now it's like I'm not doing this mm-hmm. anymore yeah what like what do I tell people I do now but right. it's like we well, don't have to like keep that up like no. that season of your life is done yeah like, find something else do something right. else let the time you would have used like training or whatever to like you can rest you can you yeah. don't have to fill it up with something else right. you can right. just rest you can take days and rest yeah it's funny sometimes I'll call my mom too and I'll be we'll say at the end of the day what'd you do today what'd you do today and we're like uh let me think what did I do okay but you know some of that is oh I did bills I, yeah. I paid this I did this I made phone calls but it really didn't accomplish and sometimes that even feels not mm-hmm. worthy and I'm like why does it matter why I'm, who, I mean know. yesterday I watched no I don't promote watching dance moms <laughs> but I also like watching dance moms so I'm like whatever but I watched dance moms for like two hours and like if I would have had a conversation with myself this time last year and say like me last freshman year Abby was like oh what'd you do today and I'm like oh I watched two hours of dance moms lol mm-hmm. and then freshman year i was like oh i wish i could do that but i'm so busy yeah. all the time but in deep down i'm like i'm so much better than them mm-hmm. because i'm busy but right. it's like that's it, not true i'm just you're sad actually, yeah. i'm literally just sad mm-hmm. and i'm like just trying to fill it up like i you have the choice even if it's 10 minutes a day there are some days where it's like mm-hmm. 10 minutes is all i have to rest yeah. i'm finding it it doesn't make you cooler because you're busy all the time and stress right. out of your mind it's honestly opposite yeah because as christians we're supposed to honor that rest mm-hmm. um, for sure and i'm so passionate about it because i i'm and i'm i don't feel guilty being harsh about it because i have been this girl for so long that's like well i'm just awesome because i'm so busy and making it work like no that's not that's not mm-hmm. how it works. That's just not how it works. And then when you reach 
and it's a lie. Your life, you'll yeah. go back to those regrets. And, and the like, one about working too much, it. the working too much, you won't have that one on yours. Yeah, <laughs> I mean the important things of life, like things that truly make you mm-hmm. happy. That's what you should be spending your time yeah. doing. And oh, oh, can you hear that? Is that me? No. Oops. <laughs> I had a little glitch. The theme song music started playing. Um, I moved it though. Oh, okay. So, so we just I'll probably just we'll leave this leave little that. glitch in, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, Maybe that's our sign that it's time to stop. Well, but but no, take all the moments too. And I think we've said this on another podcast how what I love and I really love to do and want to try to do every day of my life is take those moments when you have your own plan but you wake up and you ask God what you want to you know what he wants you to do like when you have that more of a freedom for Mm -hmm. me like not not a college student necessarily but that I can get up and go okay I have a plan of things I need to do but when that phone call comes or that thing comes or that certain whatever and it changes all your plans be ready to just go with it because that's probably God well it's like we work so hard to like have a good retirement or to have Mm -hmm. money when we're older but it's like when do you stop you don't so it's like you're never going to enjoy it so you might as well just enjoy it as you go along well and then you're a good example if you're an adult with kids Mm yeah you you have to shut you have to set your you have to practice what you preach and you have to live out if i'm going to tell abby she needs to rest i need to be resting too shout out to peter because he's really good at that yeah but anyway resting or telling you to rest yes both (laughs) (laughs) both all of the above um, anyways, yeah. thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Do we, so I kind of want to, I want to see if, uh, my roommates are here. So you I can see? do a little, yeah. Hold you want to go see? Um, I don't know if any of my roommates are here or not. This is just a little added bonus for you guys. Are any of you guys here? Are you the only roommate here? No, Sarah and Emily, come here. Come here. You guys are about to meet two out of the four of my other roommates. Okay. Yeah, I hear them. <laughs> Mom. Oh, oh, sorry, headphone users. Um, <laughs> Sarah's like, Sarah and Emily have just entered the building. Um, Sarah, would you like to introduce yourself to the pod? Um, hey, everybody. <laughs> my name is Sarah, and I'm Abby's roommate. She's my roommate. And Emily, would you like to do the same as well? Hey, guys. I'm Emily, and I'm also Abby's roommate. <laughs> so now you've met two of the fabulous five. And the other um, two. Other two. Caroline is... Where's Caroline? Talking to Seth. Oh. Oh, he just oh. exposed her on the podcast. <laughs> she okay. She's a friend. Um, and then uh, Andrea is at church or babysitting, house-sitting. She has she like does. four houses. I'm just kidding. She doesn't have four houses, but she babysits and um, house-sits a lot. So she gets lots of fun time. Would you like to say a fun fact about yourself, ladies? She loves Go ahead. to just throw you right Whatever out there. Ready? Just... Um, I like to watch NASCAR. She's oh, obsessed. Chase uh, Elliott. She loves Chase know. Elliott. Would you like to say the quote you always say about Chase Elliott? He <laughs> <laughs> could get it. <laughs> <laughs> Emily? Um, okay. My fun fact that I used the other day was that I really love Oreos. Oh my Ooh. gosh, this girl comes Double in Oreos. with a Costco. Was it from Costco? <laughs> yeah. Like huge box of Oreos and the whole shelf of one of our shelves in our pantry is just filled with <laughs> packages of Oreos. What can I say? We love it. I used to eat Oreos all the time, but I had Oreos and Doritos. Like it was one, you know, hand in hand. Mm. The best. 
Lemonade Oreos and Doritos. Oh, oh. Lemonade, lemonade. I know. Call me crazy. It was so good. Oh, it makes shit. me want to just go, maybe I'll eat that on the way home. No. Well, we have enough. You can take one of Emily's <laughs> packages. We have too many. Yeah, we have way too many. Anyways. Um, oh, and a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. That was my, that was my lunch. I used to, eat, I used to eat mayo and cheese sandwiches. I don't eat any of that anymore, but I don't think I'll bring it back. I don't remember mayo and cheese for you. Oh, I do vividly. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, Mom. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Emily. I love you. Jesus loves you. And now we're all going to say, and that's life. Ready? One, two, three. And that's life.